It's time to break hearts. I don't take disrespect, I take charge. I'm in the mirror looking at a work of art. Hard work to me, if it ain't smart. Ooh. I'ma run the plan to the max. So if I don't know you, don't owe you, I got a tax. I got enough sense and I slip through the cracks. And nowadays I wear my smile like a mask. I'm the idols I look up to on my past. All natural, Dr. CB, you gon' have to CBDB. I've been watching what they feed me. I like when she tell me with her body language that she need me. See my third eyes on left eye, I can't let them easy eat me. No, sir, I don't even do flu shots. Click with me everywhere I go, so every pick a group shot. I done wiggled out the new snot. They been lying to me my whole life, I finally found the truth out. Like they don't gotta love you if they need you. Got angels and demons on three, and they ain't coming to no agreement. And I still be feeling broke if I'm getting money, and my teammate getting cream until we cremate. Beat headlines, I talk and see What's going on, internet? And here aka dreams and i would like to welcome you to mine which i call the notorious mass effect podcast i'm a hip-hop slash gaming news source with a little bit of r&b mixed in for this episode this is basically going to be my year-end wrap-up so i'm calling this i'm calling this the analytic dreams hip-hop slash r&b 2020 year-end wrap-up some of these segments include top five rappers of 2020 Top 10 songs of 2020, top 5 albums of 2020, and best album and rapper of 2020, which you will know by the time I get through my list. But before that, make sure to click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. Also, to make sh- also make sure to share this podcast and rate this 5 stars on Apple Podcasts as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. So getting the intro out of the way, we're now going to get into my top five rappers of 2020. Okay, getting into my personal top five rappers of 2020 list. How I'm going to do this is I'm going to go from five to one. So basically, I'm going to build up each rapper and I'm eventually get to who I think is was the best rapper of 2020 since the year is almost over i think this list is um good to come out because like sometimes a rapper comes in the fourth quarter because jay-z notoriously always drops in the fourth quarter to like some type of mj type uh theology whatever he has that dropping in the fourth quarter means that you're ready for the the, the bright lights or something so Usually that's when some of the bigger rappers drop, but since there's only like a week left, 
in the year. I'm pretty sure none of the huge rappers are dropping like Drake, Kendrick, and Cole. I'm pretty sure they're waiting until 2021, which is no problem because when we get into this list, uh, we're going to see some of those names on here or on there. So just, uh, just getting right into it with rapper number five. Well, at the number five spot, I have the one and only Lil Wayne. And so I didn't really think about the way that he did the volume of music he put out the the way that i do this list is the penmanship the uniqueness of the flow and also how are you rapping when other people are on the track and what i mean by that is sometimes you'll get an artist that will only rap if another rapper is on the track but are you rapping every single time like it don't matter who it is are you rapping consistently at, at a high level and for Lil Wayne the reason he's at number five is he does rap at a high level but as far as the consistency I don't think it's as consistent as some of the other rappers on this list and as you as you already probably know with this being my hip-hop slash R&B um, list this is going to I'm going to be playing a lot of snippets going into the next person. So, that's I'm going to just give you a, a taste of what I felt like helped him get on this list. And so, as far as me with Lil Wayne, I think that he got on this list strictly because of his verse on Timeless, which I couldn't find a clean version for that. So, I can't actually play that. But I actually have another verse from him that he went pretty um he 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 did pretty pretty well if I if I do say so myself. So, I I think which song was that okay so nba young boy did a song put out a song called my window and you probably wouldn't think this is a selection that i would make to showcase lil wayne's lyrical ability quote unquote but because of the song called windows and just the way that lil wayne always does his unique thing where he takes a word and flips into a million different ways like people hate it on the carter five when he flipped line like 20 million times with travis scott he was like this line that's the line um he was he was he was saying all type of like flag lines uh red line like all type of just lines and just flipping them into like double and triple entendres so he does the same thing with windows but i think he does this one even better and he kind of ties it all together going into the chorus so i'm gonna play a little snippet so you can hear his verse and and what helped him get on this list for me is his verse on my window with NBA Youngboy. So we're gonna, I'm gonna play this snippet and now I'm gonna move on to my fourth. I'm gonna move on to my number four top rapper of 2020. Let the windows hide me, crack the window, barrels sticking out, it's thick, I'm up, lit them up, bro, windows 
up the window wipers off I work the tech like window microsoft My windows on defrost I roll my window so as you heard, Lil Wayne was not holding back on that track on NBA Youngboy, and that kind of fit my criteria. Uh, I can't even say the word now. My criteria as it doesn't matter what track or who you're on the track with, you're rapping at a high level, and that's what stood out to me for this year for Lil Wayne. So getting into number four, who do I have number four on my top rappers of 2020? None other than. The person I thought would be number one, but he ended up not dropping his actual project this year. So, for this year, he's number four, and that is Drake. So, with Drake, he delivered some very lyrically, um, some very lyrical tracks, like "When to Say When," "Chicago Freestyle." But what really stood out to me is his "No Ceilings" verse with Lil Wayne. And that's because it came out of left field because you know Drake and his label, anything that Drake touches, you at least play, paying like two hundred fifty to five hundred thousand dollars, and that's like that's light. <laughs> that's like the 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 base rate. Like it may go even higher for some other artists. Like Drake doesn't do favors because <laughs> the way it works, like when you get an artist on your on your uh, track, if you get Drake on your track, you're you're hundred percent signed to a major label. And they pay for features, so Drake probably hits them over the head for at least five hundred thousand for a verse. But okay, getting back into the actual meaning of, of why I put him number four. Number four is because the consistency was there, um, the lyrical ability was there, the uniqueness. I don't. <laughs> it's funny with Drake. Now Drake's a Drake is a great rapper, but as far as uniqueness, like he borrows from uh, so many different people that it's hard to call him unique but at the same time he performs it at at such a high level um and and very he, he puts it in a way that not a lot of rappers put it so that's why he's number four in here instead of like higher because the uniqueness is not really there one of the rappers on this list is literally somebody he's come out and said he was influenced and why he says a certain word or why he raps a certain way which i'll get to that when i talk about him but as far as talking about just drake that's why he's number four on my list i feel like a lot of his tracks throughout this year was very um engaging especially his tracks with i mean he just had a lot of features because the only verse i think i didn't like was the one with 21 savage i thought that was pretty lackluster because i i i assume for them to make Lil Baby type bangers like you know when Lil Baby and Drake get together it's usually well not usually it's always a hit that's how I feel about him with 21 Savage so that was a letdown for me which is another reason why he's kind of low on the list which top five in, in, out of the rappers like it's like a million rappers so it's not really a diss but I don't think that uh he performed at a consistent level that I could put him higher but as, as far as the tracks that he did produce at his highest this year he hit some pretty high peaks and I think that this was one of uh, one of them with the No Ceilings verse off of Lil Wayne's free mixtape. Like you got Lil, you got Drake on a feature, and it was for free. I mean, they eventually put it on DSPs, but it went out on Dat Piff first, which I'm surprised Drake's label let that even happen. So, but you know, nowadays Drake could probably do what he wants. So, let's get into Drake's verse and why what helped him uh make him number four on, this, on my list and after this one we're, we're gonna get into my third favorite rap well not my third favorite but uh my 
my pick for my third top rapper of 2020. Hey. The blues is now kicking and dinner is three Michelin. I don't eat red meat, but still got beef sizzling. Know that I need discipline. I keep singing for all these they keep listening. Blood to bro up with the boy and that fishes, but we are not equivalent, dog. I've been the only child, don't need siblings, and I'm past them like the times that he's living in. Okay. Man. If you saw what I flew here, you'd be like, he's sickening. If you're not running some top, we're not gonna keep kicking it. Classics, I keep scribbling. Lights in the universal building just keep flickering. Money just keep coming in. You would think I'm Irish the way that it stays doubling. I could feed a country with the tax that I paid governments. Whatever they're doing with my cash is very troubling. So, yeah, that's what helped out Drake on getting to number four, in my opinion. That was one of the standouts of this year. Uh, along with when to say when and Chicago freestyle and of course the verse that I used was again with Lil Wayne and Lil Wayne definitely came with his uh verse on, on this on no ceilings but anyways switching it up again to my third track well my third uh best rapper of 2020 as y'all can probably tell this is my first time putting the actual we're not putting a list together I, I usually put a lot of lists together as far as hip-hop and R&B but just showcasing it in a podcast format so it's not gonna be as smooth but at the same time i mean what is a what is a hip-hop list without having some like authentic side tangents about it <laughs> so my third favorite rapper or who i think is the third was the be third best rapper of 2020 is and it's probably controversial for some hip-hop fans because he gets a lot of flack for some reason I say some reason. I know why, but you know. Anyways, you will know what after I say it. So Eminem is my is who I think was the third best rapper of 2020. And just going back to my criteria, every he checks off all the boxes. And the reason he's number three is because he definitely checks off the uniqueness in the in this genre. Like the only people who really rap like him, and not even like him, but who rap kind of in a similar format is is kind of like rappers like i don't want to say e40 but too short type like fast rappers but also talking about something is where eminem fits but eminem stands out in that in as he uses choppy type of flows in a way that only eminem does because e40 and too short well not even too short i don't even, I don't even know why i keep saying that. e40 uh who am i thinking of tech nine um twister they all rap fast in their own way but they're all unique if that makes sense so with eminem it stands out more because he's just one of those that where he came up from you would not expect it so for him to rap at this level still <laughs> i mean look eminem has been around since like way past like decades so it's just like for him to still going, be going and pr produce at such a high level, which hip hop is the only genre of music that we don't celebrate our legends or icons. Like you get to a certain age and hip hop will tell you that you're too old. And I think it's because of the, the quote unquote cool factor of being the hip hop artist. And once you get old, it's not deemed as cool. So you're kind of like, you kind of fall off. Whereas as far as other genres like rock, like they really embrace their uh, legends and icons and, and OGs in the game. like country 
they they take their like you could be 60 or 70 still put out album and, and do great sales and i mean that's the case for eminem but eminem's in the one percent and may even be in higher than that so eminem makes is is my uh third best rapper of 2020 because i just b believe that he was putting out tracks that was just out rapping people obviously like on the friday night cypher he has which i don't know if that's a snippet i'm playing i have them all listed here i'm, I'm looking to see which one i'm playing i think that's the one i'm playing let me see okay uh yeah okay so that's what i'm playing so i'm playing his verse from the friday night cypher off of big sean's album and the way he just took over he didn't take over because they all did great but you could tell that eminem kind of went harder than some of the other rappers because like they i mean he went last because he's eminem but at the same time you still have to perform like it's like you have all that anticipation and build up you still have to put the verses down and make it make sense and so he, he definitely delivered with this verse. It, it was one to stand out. Uh, one of the best verses on Friday night. Uh, uh, I, I, I keep forgetting the name. I think it's. What is it called? Friday Night Cypher. I don't know why I forgot the name. But he definitely had one of the best verses. And the actual best verse off of this on the side tangent was Royce the 5'9". I think he had the best verse on this uh, track. He didn't end up in my top 10 because it he just didn't end up in my top five I, I didn't think he was top five like top 10 yes but top five not not for me <laughs> so eminem dropped this track um his his intro off of his album music to be murdered by the i forget what it's called it, it's, it said it has intro in the title so if you look up intro eminem it should pop up but the, the way he was going at the game and in the way that really only he can like talk from a certain stance of if if uh if i was half as good as i was i'm still twice as good as you'll ever be like him saying things like that definitely stood out to me in the quality aspect and then for the uniqueness i already spoke on that and then as far as just the consistency i mean he dropped the album at around january february he just dropped the deluxe which I, I went back to it. I don't think it was as bad as I gave the review. I, th I think I gave a review over the Deluxe. I don't know if I said it was bad or not. But I wasn't a huge fan as I was the original. Went back and listened to it. And it kind of fits in line with the original album. So I think he this, the span kind of just threw me off. Like I was expecting something different. But it was just a continuation of the last album. And I wanted something different. So I went back to that and ended up liking it even more. And then another standout for me that he had, it was the intro and then Friday Night Lights. And then there was another track that he just went crazy on. I, th I think I want to say, because he doesn't do too many features, like at all. Um, I want to say it was, it was one of the later tracks on his album. When it was like Royce the 5'9", somebody else went and then he went last. I think he he did a great... He had a great verse for that too so just the consistency was huge and really the uniqueness is why i put him at number three because nobody really raps like him and for me it works like the way he raps makes sense to me so um we're gonna play why i put him so high like one of the verses which uh made him made me put him so high on the list right now and then we're gonna get into the second best rapper of 2020.
Yeah. You have never said a clever line ever. You murdering in the booth is the furthest thing from the truth. Press assured I'ma treat this booth like I'm peeling off the plastic on a pill bottle. I'm tearing the ceiling off. Yeah, ripping rappers like they were wrapped in saran. And I'm strapped up with ammunition and single-handedly taking over the game like I had an actual hand missing. But I only need one to clap. Animal ambition, the only way to just strap this for cash. Wish you could slap in the damn clip in that mother imaginary little handgun you're brandishing. If you pull up with the stick, it's a car with a manual transmission. Chances are loading none that I will overcome. My bipolar one voodoo dolls. I'm just poking fun. Pins to me are like loaded guns when I'm holding one. If I'm just fiddling with it, this mother discharges like me. Checking myself out of the mental hospital and I get off like an acquittal. I spit it, you critique it. It feels like I'm being belittled by midgets. So, so yeah. That, I mean, that should just explain it in itself. Like, just the way... That should just explain why he's at number three. Eminem's one of, one of the ghosts for a reason. So, getting into number two. Now, this is the most surprising pick that people who have listened to the podcast would probably uh, not expect. And that's just because of who it is and the, the history behind it. So, for my number two, my uh, who I think was the second best rapper of 2020, has to j go to J. Cole just off the fact of this two-pack that he put out and some of the i don't think he had a lot of features but this two-pack that he put out was it was pretty um it was a high level it was one of those that you you don't put out as much as the rest of the rappers on this list but when you did come with it like you really came with something that was just that just stood out and everybody just applauded and it was like crit critically acclaimed because i'm not gonna lie when he put out snow on the bluff i was ready to write him off and just say that he was he was washed up and everything in in between but he put out this two-pack called uh lewis street and he had the climb back and he had lion king on ice with which really drove home the fact that j cole is one of the best rappers that we've had in a in a while now top three i don't know my 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 thing is with J Cole is he's not top three. He, he's one of the best rappers in in the game, but he's definitely not top three in my opinion. But for this year, he is. He he's number two for me. As I think the climb back is his best song he's ever put out, and I don't know if that's something that a lot of people would try to combat because it's is very the whole song is is very um. Is very precise every bar in in this five minute song is, is talking about something with with substance and then we get to lion king on ice which is more of a radio style hit but still he's rapping the rapping ability is on it's just over everybody who really rapped this year like the, the way that he just rapped over lion king on ice is it, just very it was a very uh, well performance of how lyricists should act when they're dropping a two-pack. Like, it shouldn't be Snow on the Bluff. It should be Lewis Street every single time. And my thing with J. Cole is the consistency, which which should let you know how much I like Lewis Street. Because even with Snow on the Bluff, which wasn't terrible. I mean, don't get me wrong, but this is what I was looking for from J. Cole, not Snow on the Bluff. I was looking for this type of music on, on uh, the Lewis Street 2-pack. So, what I'm going to do, I'm going to play the snippet from 
Lion King on Ice, and I'm gonna get into who I thought was the best rapper of 2020. so j cole was just going crazy on lewis street which is why i put him at number two because he didn't drop often but when he did it was just levels above everybody else who really rapped in 2020 so yeah get into my top rapper who i thought was the best rapper of 2020 it should come by no surprise that my top rapper of 2020 is Big Sean. And just for my criteria being consistency, quality, and uniqueness, going back to Drake. Drake literally said in 2015 that Big Sean influenced the way he came on certain tracks and, and influenced the whole, not his whole flow, that, that's taking it a little far, but definitely influenced the way he rapped over certain tracks and certain beats so when i heard that that's why for y'all that don't know that's why rappers like some rappers always say that they don't listen to nobody they just listen to themselves because they never want fans to compare them to the person they said that they look up to so they'd be like well yeah I, I, um i can tell you you look up to him because you sound like him like they don't want that to happen at all which is why rappers always say that they don't listen to nobody but themselves which is always a lie like always i'm telling you these rappers be listening to other <laughs> these other rappers be listening to other rappers more than than you probably would think so and it's also when those hip-hop documentaries come out and like a diss track will drop and there will be you'll see the pe person who is dissing listening to it like over and over like that stuff happens but in the interview he would say like i didn't even listen to that, that that's trash i even i even i even uh hear it like he would say he didn't even hear it so that's the type of stuff that rappers be doing but yeah so big sean's my uh top rapper of 2020 and i just think his lyrical ability and his uniqueness and his consistency was very high in 2020 because I'm not going to lie, being a Big Sean fan for the last three to four years was rough because he didn't drop anything of, I would say substance, but like he dropped substance. It just wasn't anything that we could hold on to because it just wasn't enough. The consistency wasn't there. Like he, he after he dropped that trap, that tape with Metro Boomin and everybody killed it, double or nothing. I think that's what it was called. Everybody killed that tape, and then he just went missing. <laughs> like, he just went missing. He, he left. I thought he retired. I'm surprised he even came back. I thought Detroit 2 wasn't even going to come because he dropped that track with, I think, T Grizzly and ASAP Ferg hyping up the album. Those singles didn't go anywhere. Then he dropped uh, the track with Nipsey Hussle, and that took off. 
and that's when he started the rollout for Detroit too. And so I was like, okay, we're finally getting some music. Dropped the album. That whole album was fire, in my opinion. And and then got into the verses, the features, which we're gonna get into that like later in the pod. But the the features was crazy oh, from Big Sean. Like just the way he talked about different, um, the way he talked about different things going on throughout his life and just giving actual life advice in the bars was just something that only really the top rappers in the game do which is why i think big sean's one of the top rappers of this uh decade i would say top three because just because off his album with i decided his album with dark skies paradise and then his album with detroit 2 for this year i think that's enough to say that he was the top he was one of the top three rappers of this year well, not year, this decade. So that's why I hold Big Sean such to a high regard because every time he raps, it's nothing that's just, oh, I'm just rapping the rap. Like it's always gems, gems in his in his bars and his delivery, and the consistency was at an all time high for 2020. So that's why Big Sean was my favorite rapper of 2020. Well, who I thought was the top rapper of 2020. I'm gonna play a snippet. And then we're gonna wrap this. We're gonna wrap the. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna wrap the rappers list up. So let's get into one of the one of the verses that helped. One of the many many verses that helped him get to number one uh, on my list. Yeah. Wow. That's what they've been waiting on. Critical, ain't no time left on the clock. When it's your time, give them something to watch. I picked out the locks till I buy up the block. And I know I'm a gift, but I think out the box and they want me to stop. But why would I stop? Huh? I am unstoppable. Hold up, why would I stop? Yeah. Why would I stop? Chill, chill. I don't jump, I dive in it. Hold up, hold up, hold up. This the reason I'm alive. Isn't it? This the antidote, this the cure cancer flow Stop a pandemic and the globe The product of OA chopping up the sample flow Dealer and Pimp see the triller This might go two triple triller though I see you critical, I'm the hospitable Favorite rappers, I done cut their umbilicals Red Wings jersey, B.I.G. look like pop The black of the bay, more they want to see it right So yeah, that should be self-explanatory Why Big Sean is my top rapper of 2020 Everybody on this list definitely perform But you know, whenever you're making the list You have to rank some above others which makes you which make other people think you're downplaying some so just going back over my top five rappers of 2020 and number five we have Lil Wayne number four we have Drake number three we have Eminem number two we have J. Cole and then number one we have Big Sean so now we're going to switch it up and get into my top 10 my uh top 10 best tracks of well what I think is the top 10 best tracks of 2020. Okay, getting into my top 10 tracks of 2020, we're going to start with obviously number 10 and do the same thing we did with the rappers list for this track segment. And we're going to go from 10 to one. So with these songs, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory in my opinion. Like sometimes uh, 
other people would be like why is this song on there you know but for, for me some of these are pretty uh <laughs> self-explanatory and but we're going to get into why i think it's self-explanatory at, when we talk about the songs so getting into number 10 now as far as like, just like i did with rapping let me go over my uh track criterias because sometimes people get it confused on on what i think is the best and what, what other people think is the best but as far as my personal list of, of what I think is the best. Hold up, right? I'm looking for something. I cannot find it. I'm like clicking everywhere. There's a little back behind the scenes. I'm trying to play these snippets. And there's like 30 million snippets on here. Well, not 30 million, but you get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so, uh, getting it to number 10. Okay, there it is. Oh, my goodness. All right. So my my criteria, you, you can tell this is my first time uh, actually giving out my my uh, list. So getting to number ten, my criteria for for tracks is one replayability. But well, no no no, that's not that's not one. One substance. Two replay, uh, replayability. And three the impact. So what I mean by that is a lot of the reason why I have impact last is that numbers matters to people and they only really play songs if it's high on the charts. And I also fall victim to that as I only really listen to music from artists I want to listen to, but also I listen to the artists that are popular just to understand what makes the consumers want to flock to a certain artist. That's why I listen to a lot of popular music. So when i when i come up with that type of criteria list it's pretty straightforward as replayability i mean you don't like the, the perfect example would be kendrick kendrick has some very solid to excellent tracks on to pimp a butterfly but if you're gonna sit here and say that pimp to, to pimp a butterfly had the most replayability out of uh whatever whenever year he dropped that album then you're most likely lying <laughs> so replayability is a huge factor for me which doesn't necessarily mean that the quality was better. It just means that the way the song was structured, it was easier for me to hit rewind. <laughs> and then number two, we have uh, we have the quality, and obviously the quality needs to matter because even if it's replayable trash, then I mean I hope you wouldn't take my opinion. So most of the not most all of these are quality, and talk or giving a message that you could apply to your everyday life and just i mean obviously it's rapping so don't don't take every verse to heart but some of them uh use your common sense and and, and, and take the ones that are actual gems and leave the ones that are just fluff uh to the wayside <laughs> so and then we get to impact and i just went over that uh why it was last so yeah starting with uh track number 10 what I think is the 10th best track of 2020, I'ma go with Steel by Russ. And Russ was really on a roll this year as the way that he just structured his, uh, the way that he just structured his business around his songs and just releasing one every Friday was really uh, not um, unique because Kanye did that. But the way that he did it was pretty uh, successful as nobody else really did that and for, for him to be independent which is a hundred percent fact i mean if you go on his spotify look at his song it says rust my way meaning that he owns it 
um no labels letting you name it you <laughs> put your name on the label if they're producing and we're well, not producing but promoting your uh track so russ is like 100 percent independent putting his songs through tune uh, tune core and making all the profit that uh, he receives through his track so that was one of the biggest things that i saw with his career for 2020 like really took a pretty substantial turn for the better in my opinion like always going uh independent and getting your masters at such a high when you're held to such a high regard by your fans is a great uh it's a great win for russ so that's why i still is my favorite uh my 10th favorite track of 2020 just because of the message he has in the track and just how he just really he, he's still going like just to play off the track he's still going so we're gonna play the snippet and then get into my ninth favorite track of uh 2020. so yeah that was my 10th favorite track of uh 2020 getting into my ninth favorite track of 2020 we're going to talk about another artist that I already talked about in my top five favorite rappers uh list but for this one we're going to get into the so i actually have the list in front of me the premonition intro premonition hopefully i'm saying that right i don't know if i am or not but uh yeah the intro from eminem from his album if you listen to my last segment or if you listen to the whole entire pod you probably heard me talk about it and and just the level that he was rapping at and we're actually going to get into that now as eminem is just one of those that's just very unique and his style of rapping really works for me like the way he puts flows together and switches it up it feels like he really respects the craft and that like resonates with me so we're gonna play the snippet not gonna talk too long because i already talked about eminem in my top five favorite rappers list so now we're gonna get into uh the track and why it's number nine for me and then after this snippet we're gonna get into track number uh what i think is the eighth best track of 2020 During death or that's how come I sell like four mil when I put out a bad album Revival flop came back and I scared the crap out of For Rolling Stone stars I get two and a half out of five And I laugh out loud cause that's what they gave bad back in the day Which actually made me not feel as bad now Cause if it happened to James, it can happen to Shady They do the same to Brady More people hate me than love me This game will make you go crazy But the go for B-R-O-K-E I was the G, the O-A-T Once I was played in rotation at every radio station I'm lyrically amazing, but I have nothing to say But then when I put out Revival and I had something to say They said that they hated the Awake Me, I lose the rage, I'm too tame I get it back, they say I'm too angry I need to give me some drapes, no, I should hook up With takey fans keep on pulling me One way haters pull me in another Got more hooks in me than Swaley About to pick up some weights and lift to my tattoo 
So yeah, that should uh, be pretty self-explanatory on why that's my ninth fav- uh, favorite track. Well, well, I, why I think that's the ninth best track of 2020. So now moving on to the what I think is the eighth uh, eighth best track of 2020. I have to go with Big Sean again as Why Would I Stop is really one of my favorite songs of 2020 and which is why it's number, um, I mean it's number 8 but I mean you know what I mean rap and R&B songs drop in uh, 2020 like it's a lot <laughs> like it's it's a lot so number 8 is not too bad so Why Would I Stop by Big Sean I mean obviously I heard a snippet if you listen to the uh, first uh, segment of the pod it's just the, the way he was just coming out and, and just really set the tone for Detroit too and just carry that throughout the whole album was something that really lyricists do on a daily basis. But with Big Sean, for him not to, for him to be gone so long and to come back with this really helped out a lot as Big Sean fans was definitely starving for any type of Big Sean music. So this song, Why Would I Stop by Big Sean, is, uh, a, a, was a overall just excellent track in my opinion so now we're going to play the snippet and get into what i think is the seventh best track of 2020 I see you critical, I'm not hospitable Favorite rappers, I done cut their umbilicals Red Wings jersey, B.I.G. look like pop The black of the bay, more they want to see it ride I'm going down as one of the guys G-O-D-D-O-A, dead or alive I'm laying low, they could I don't jump, I dive in it Hold up, hold up, hold up This the reason I'm alive, yeah. The DJ gon' drop this, we made it from scratch I'm minding my business and all of it's black My dog on the same way, the motor's attack I don't complain about life, I adapt I'm at a point if I f*** with a little It's not just a fling, it's a scandal I can't be handing out samples I can't be having 10 baby mamas That's just how like a job, not a family And I do this shit for the family Yeah, that's just the roots I plan it Eat through this shit, the new standard Upgraded the city, it got a new feeling The house that I built House in the hills, ain't no hills in the D So we all in the field Running shit, 5K, 3K, Andre so yeah, Why Would I Stop is one of my favorite songs of 2020, which is why it's number eight on my list. So getting into my seventh, what I thought was the seventh best track of 2020 is one of the most unexpected songs that I thought would never come from this certain artist. Like usually this artist raps about three different subjects, but for this one, he kind of switched it up a little bit and talked about life. So that's why it's so high on my, well, it's number seven. But it's, it's higher than the other ones on my list. So what I'm talking about is Happened to You by Lil Wayne. And just the way that this really stood out on the album, because it was totally different from the tones that he rapped with the um, start of the album, middle of the album. Like, like this track stood out from all the other tracks. And that's because of the, the, the impact that it, it had as far as just being a great message from Lil Wayne of all people was was uh, surprising to say the least but to say the most happened to you was very well structured the verses was great and it really led into the chorus and the happened to you title really was um, thoroughly explained throughout the track so now we're going to get into the snippet and move on to my what I thought was the six best best track of 2020. 
So yeah, as you heard, that was one of the most unexpected songs uh, for me from Lil Wayne. And so that's really why it was on my list as it, I think he performed it in a way that made sense and it wasn't too corny, you know? Sometimes you try these type of songs and then you just go left. Like it's just, you should have never tried that. But for Lil Wayne, I feel like he pulled it off, especially with his verses. Like you have to listen to that full song. So yeah, that's why it's number seven on my list. Getting into number six, what I thought was the best uh well what i thought was number six on my list is when to say when by drake um so this is right right outside of the top five which wasn't originally like that but one of the uh late editions knocked it at the top five and we're gonna get to that in a second but for when to say when by drake i think that this was one of the most uh effective lyrical performances by him and it was something that really stood out as far as when a rapper puts together a certain performance that it just stands out above all the other tracks he put out after. So I think that this was his best song that he put out. Like just him is better. When to say when, in my opinion, is better than Tussie Slide. It's better than the song he had with Lil Durk. And it's solely just because of how he was rapping and just really basically how he was talking to people. Like he was... Drake was like talking about some crazy stuff. <laughs> well, not crazy, but I mean, if you put the dots together, like he was talking about somebody, but you know, I'm not going to say who he was talking about. All I'm going to say is I like the track and I think it was his best track of 2020. So we're going to play the snippet and then we're going to get into what I thought was the fifth best track of 2020. Bet you got some. That'll love you to the bitter end Bet you got somebody that's just smarter than your other friends Give them a percent and see what happens to your blessings then You just need to stay close to your people that was there when others could have been And when others should have been Got it staring at the game like damn coach put him in But you never listen so you gone wood again Got us in the crib talking about when could have been, should have been and I got your girl on the second floor begging me to put it in And it's not because all of the money that you wouldn't spend And it's not because I set it up to try and get revenge It's because you insecure, you ain't made men It's because even though you hate on me, we stay friends It's because you never learn when to say when So yeah, just from that snippet alone, you could tell that throughout the song He was, he was talking even crazier to certain people But you know, we're not going to talk about them so yeah, moving on to what I thought was the fifth best track of 2020. This one didn't surprise me as I thought this artist was very talented, but the only thing that surprised me is that he actually dropped music. So just him dropping music this year was surprising enough for me to pay attention. So I paid attention and I'm, I'm glad I wasn't uh, uh, disappointed. 
as the buildup was hype like to get the weekend on your deluxe and the drake on your actual album well your sequel album quote unquote is, is not the easiest thing to do in the world so who i'm talking about is bryson taylor and my what i think is the fifth best track of 2020 is called years go by because years literally went by where we did not know what bryson taylor was doing at all like we didn't know if he was fishing if he was just trying to work on his rap vocals to come out like drake if he was just working on his singing vocals which i heard that he uses a lot of compression and and engineering effects but i don't know if that's true or not i just well actually it may be true because i saw an interview and he did not sound like he sings on the on the track which is not always the case and kind of really even compliments your vocal range but for bryson tiller if you ever listen to one of his interviews he definitely does not sound like he sings like he does on the track so um, I'm wondering, I'm, I'll, I'll be curious to see the process behind Bryson Tiller making a track. You know how Tory Lanez like goes and shows you how he makes a track and, and just does on Insta Live? Like I, was, I would be interested to see that from Bryson Tiller because like his voice got to go through some type of uh, auto-tune for him to get that final sound from what he actually talks like. So, But anyways, here's a snippet from Years Go By and then after this we're going to get into what I thought was the fourth best track of 2020. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that's the first R&B track I've played. Yeah, that is. Okay, so the first R&B track in which we're going to get into the R&B tracks. But the first R&B track I played is number five on my list. So, you know, I'm a real big, huge R&B fan. I feel like R&B really sets the mood for a lot of this different situations. and really enhances it. So, getting, <laughs> getting into it. <laughs> um... I lost my whole track, my whole train of thought. Anyways, okay, get into track number, what I thought was the fourth best track of 2020. It should come as no surprise as the climb back, I talked about that in my uh, top five rappers list. J. Cole, the climb back is his best song that he's ever put out. So five minutes of just straight substance, quality bars, longevity bars that you can always come back to a year or two from now and just like listen back to and be like man that still applies to this day like that's why i like this track so much it's just one of those that's very timeless and i just think it's j cole's best track ever so that's why it's number four on my list and we're gonna get into this snippet and then we're gonna move on to my what i thought was the third best track of 2020. 
this is that, come back to life. My pick me up and we gon' light the city up as if the sun had the night shift. And paint the town red for my found that too soon. Yeah. To the left of that decimal, I need seven figures to play the joint. Turn up your decibels, peepie decimator joint. Check out my projects like them workers that section eight of points. And you'll see how I flip like exclamation points. My shoot first as if they never played the point. More two guards, enough straps to fill for you hogs. More depth than World War II calls around these parts. We put a brown just to drown these thoughts of black corpses in county morgues. Lord, those images haunting. I ain't been asleep yet. It's 10 in the morning. I'm sending a warning. A problem with me is like the BET Hip Hop Awards. I'm starting to see you don't want it. I'm so yeah, J Cole just went crazy on that track. Definitely his best track he's ever put out. And with that said, we're gonna move on to what I thought was the third best track of 2020. And this may come as a surprise to some people because this came on. This was all talking about that pushed Drake out of the top five in my like. Um, this was a very late addition as this album came out in December and this song just immediately took like just grabbed my attention because it was just like the the way that this just the whole vibe of the track and just the structure not even the structure the sound the sound was very unique and that's because it sounded like it didn't sound like Travis Scott but what well, did but he created that sound that's travis scott even admitted that he he uh wouldn't have a career if he uh if kid cuddy wasn't around so this put in more perspective of for me to get more leeway to him um for his sound sounding like this because he if he created it then i mean of course he's gonna i mean if i created something i'm gonna keep doing it too so he's for those that say like he sounds like travis scott like just know that he basically created Travis Scott. So, uh, the track I'm talking about, which is my, uh, which I think is the third best track of 2020, is "She Knows This" by Kid Cudi, and I just think it's a real uh, great display of melodic rap and just at its highest level. So, we're gonna play the snippet right now, and we're gonna get into what I th think was the second best track of 2020. So me and my boo got two fat blunts. Yeah. Roll with up. Ooh, talk about do. I give two, give two. Why? But we know Ooh. truth. Talk all the hoes burning the burn clips. Now listen, wow, baby, let me set it off. In your head, it baby, can't it such a vision off? You my fix, use your head and forever home. Working at your sweaty body, love to see it go. Take a ride if you like, let's see. Do whatever you like, and we. On a mission tonight, ooh, never hell of a lie. So yeah, she knows this is obviously unique from what you just heard. And since he created that sound, I thought he really um formed it in a way that was presentable because last year I think he came out with an album and I actually listened to it, I just didn't like it. But this album really put me on the kid cutting in a way that I thought I would never like accept his music. So moving on to what I thought was the second best track of 2020. This was going to be number one, but I'm just such an R&B head. I mean, I think I've played three out of three out of my top five was R&B. Yeah, three. Well, OK, I haven't got to my number one yet, but it's R&B. Spoiler alert. 
but yeah three out of my my five is r&b so i'm a huge r&b head so i just had to put that one number one but as far as hip-hop this was my favorite well this is what i think was the best hip-hop song of 2020 like hands down like if anybody else says that this wasn't the best hip-hop track of 2020 then they either really didn't pay attention or you know they may not really care about certain people you know what i mean so so what i'm talking about is the bigger picture by Lil Baby. This is my favorite hip-hop track of 2020, and I think it's the best hip-hop track of 2020, as just, it checked off all the boxes, just replayability. I mean, Lil Baby's flow is replayable everywhere. The quality, I mean, the bigger picture, the, the, the topic of the track checks off, like, check, that's a, <laughs> checks off the box. And then the overall impact, I don't even want to, if I have to explain the impact the bigger picture had, like people literally said that this was what Kendrick was supposed to do, but Lil Baby came out and did it. Like that, that's a huge compliment right there. Like he was rapping on another level and definitely leveled up with this track. And it's one of those that's just gonna go down in history as one of the best hip hop tracks of all time. As just a moment, just a situation that he used not even used that he was a part of because in the track you could tell he even says in the track that he wasn't just making this to capture the moment he he been he went through it it was like if, when ice Cube made that uh song about the police and he played it at every time they played it at clubs they got kicked off or kicked out he made that song based on his personal experiences like if you watch the nwa movie you will understand you you would know that Lil Baby literally had personal experiences with the police and he made the song based off of that because of what he was seeing. He was like, well, it's my time to speak up. I've been put through it. I've been going through it. But now that other people's getting shot and killed for it, it's time to put my uh, story out there. So he came out with the bigger picture and I think he gave one of the best performances, really one of the best rap performances of all time. Like it's, it's, one, it's that good. Like this track is that impactful as far as the black community. And just the hip-hop community and just life as a whole like you wouldn't expect Lil Baby to come out and, and drop this type of track because he never presented himself as this type of artist like socially conscious like he always talked about things that made sense and he was he's not done by any means but he's not he even said after the track like he don't, he don't know if he's gonna make ever make a track like this again which even doubles down on the fact that I'm saying like it, it takes a lot to make this type of track but now we're gonna get into the snippet of what I think was the best hip hop song of 2020 and probably uh, one of the best songs of, of all time, like hip hop wise. We're gonna get into the snippet and then we're gonna get into, uh, we're gonna get into my, what I thought was the best track of 20, best R&B track of 2020. Last night, people protesting in Minneapolis escalated as demonstrators were lashed by tear gas and rubber bullets. The main message here, the main message the here, main message here, is that they want to see those officers involved. They want to see those officers arrested. Officers arrested. Arrest, arrest, arrest. Trade my 4x4 for GC3, ain't no more free, let's I 
gave him chance, a chance, a chance again. I even told him, please. I find it crazy the police to shoot you and know that you did, but still tell you to freeze. Nobody seen what I seen. I guess that mean hold him down if he say he can't breathe. It's too many mothers just grieving. They killing us for no reason. Been going on for too long to get even. Throw us in cages like dogs and hyenas. I went to court and they sent me to prison. My mama was pushed when they said I can't leave. First I was drunk, then I sobered up quick when I heard all that time that they gave it to leave. He got a life sentence plus. So yeah, just from that little snippet, it's a four-minute track song, and just from that little snippet, you could tell the the weight and gravity that the song held, and just the times that it came out in. Like you would have to live through that moment to actually feel the impact of what actually was happening, and for him to drop that alongside, it, it was just perfect timing. Moving on to what I thought was the best track of 2020, and the best R&B track of 2020, obviously as. I uh, spoiled in my last pick. Escape from LA from The Weeknd is one of the best songs of just, I wanna say like the decade, cause I think that's a lot. But The Weeknd is one of those that makes such timeless music cause he really talks about love. I mean, and, and love is like something that everybody searches for, so. Well, I think everybody searches for. It. I don't know. <laughs> I would. I would hope people search for love. I don't know. I don't know what else uh, you're gonna search for. Well, I mean, there's other things to search for, but love is more like, yeah. So, um, <laughs> escape from escape from LA is, is one of the weekend's best songs, in my opinion. Um, I'm still going back and forth between if I think if I don't know if After Hours or Starboy is the better album. I'm leaning towards Starboy, but After Hours is such a strong perform. It's such a strong number-wise type album. Like it's more popular than Starboy's ever was. Like it just factually numbers-wise, like it, that's just what it is. I mean, he's literally performing at the Super Bowl. So this album worked, and this is what I thought was the best uh, song off the album. And 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 then like in turn, I think that this was the best track of 2020. As I think the weekend really came with it this year, and then. The whole um, quality, uh, consistency, like just as in general, as an artist, like he really came with it and just showed up everybody else who did R&B. Like The Weeknd's one of those that when he performs and when it sounds like the way he, when it's, when his performance sounds like the way his record does, that's how you know he's like, yeah, he's that dude. Like it doesn't drop at all like his live performances literally sound like he was in the studio and had it mixed and mastered and, and compressed and all that <laughs> and, and he's live so yeah escape from la is one of my uh favorite well is is what i think is the best track of 2020 and definitely the best r&b track of 2020 so we're gonna play the snippet and then we're, we're gonna recap it and wrap it up Would you just wanna my attention? 
So yeah, um, I mean, you can just listen to it like that. That was best track of 2020. <laughs> that was uh, it was a lot of great music this year. So it was just very hard to pick 10. But you know, you always got to stick to your criteria and try to break a list because if you have 20, uh, um, what, what do they call them? Honorable mentions. If you have 20 honorable mentions. They might as well not even be on like honorable mention because they wasn't on the list so leave them off of the list don't even bring them up so that's how i feel um so that's my top uh 10 tracks of 2020 you know r&b is is heavy for me but also hip-hop so i think i did a good job balancing both uh click my link to in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what track do you think was missing off of this list what track would you add and what is your list like let me know your list i mean i wouldn't mind uh hearing what tracks y'all thought was the best of 2020 but if it doesn't have the bigger picture on it you may have a problem not just playing <laughs> so um yeah just going over my list we had number we had track number 10 still by russ track number nine well uh 10 at number 10 was still by russ number nine uh premonition intro by eminem number eight why would i stop by big sean number seven happened to you by lil wayne number i lost my place number six when to say when by drake number five years go by bryson by bryson tiller number four the climb back by j cole number three she Knows This by Kid Cudi. Number two, The Bigger Picture by Lil Baby. And number one, Escape from L.A. by The Weeknd. Yeah, that's my list. Um, like I just said, you can click my link tree in my bio. Message me on one of my social medias. Let me know what track you would have put on there and what you would have took off. And with that being said, we're going to get into my top five albums of 2020. Getting into my top five albums of 2020. Now, this is more of a, obviously, a body of work more than an individual track, which is usually three to four minutes. For this, my criteria for an album, just a great album that stands out to me is, of course, quality, impact. And then replayability. So now for this one, replayability is last because the top album that I the album that I thought was top of uh, 2020 definitely wasn't the most played album by me. And that's not even a bad thing. It's one of those that when it's quality, you can listen to it. But it some songs are not meant to be radio friendly. You know, like some tracks are made just for. The, their fans to enjoy you know so not every album is going for that commercial feel most of the albums on my list did <laughs> but as far as replayability being last that's why so just quality and impact is top two for me when it comes to albums now tracks are different because you know tracks is a single track you know it's not really it's not really too much you can you can dive into you know you have to stick to something for at least three minutes so as far as albums, we're going to get into number five. So we're going to start from number five and go up to number one, like I did for the top five rappers of 2020 and the top 10 tracks of 2020. So 
we're going to start at number five this is probably the most controversial pick that is going to be on this list and that's just because i really resonated for the from the way he was rapping and that goes to again eminem and that's just for me like i feel like eminem gets a lot of uh, unwarranted hate because of uh you know <laughs> so it's kind of like reverse because he's in the hip-hop genre so it's it's a lot of things that he gets that not a lot of other rappers gets and deservedly so he should have to prove his uh place in hip-hop i think he's done that if 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 um I do say, like, if you looked at the culture and, and just how they respect Eminem, I mean, some artists, you know, obviously have beef with him, but as a whole, people always respect the way he raps and just know that he's one of those that is not taking the culture for, like, he's just not a cultured vulture, a culture vulture. Like, he literally grew up in hip-hop, rapping in, in the backside of his trailer park, coming up from, from battle rapping, all the toughest street rappers into being accepted into being engineered by dr dre and to actually come into his own to stand on his own two feet as eminem so he went through it but as far as him being white <laughs> he's always going to have that in the hip-hop community so as far as me i like i like what he uh brings to the to the culture i feel like he, he raps in a very unique way that not a lot of rappers if any raps like I mean, I said the ones that kind of rap like him, and those I don't even think are close to his level of uh, lyricism. So, just getting into the album as a whole, I just think that it's very complete body of work from the start to finish. The sound is very consistent as the tone of the album was going a certain way, and he carries that throughout the whole album. And what I mean by the tone is just the tone of, okay, since y'all don't like me, I'm just going to keep rapping and rap at a high level and literally discredit everything that y'all say i can't do while making good songs so i think he did that pretty effectively especially with the song with juice world especially with the song with don tolliver and definitely with the song with young and may i think that those two coming on the track together was very unorthodox and it was one of those that you didn't see that coming at all so I mean I don't, I'm not really gonna give a huge like album review because I did that on if you actually look up Eminem Mass Effect it should pop up, but I, I did go over his album and I think I actually went over his deluxe too and um, so you can listen to that actually my deluxe opinion has changed so I wouldn't hold that too much I would take that with a grain of salt as I think the deluxe is better going back and listening to it so yeah now i'm gonna play a little snippet off of music to be murdered by by eminem which i think was the fifth best album of 2020 and so we're gonna play this snippet and then we're gonna get into what i thought was the fourth best album of 2020 once i can find the song okay okay i think i did i think i did <laughs> be like finally goodness yeah, here we go. Uh, this is a snippet I chose to play off of music to be murdered by. Like I'm so lost, like I'm yeah, they missed the old me. I 
think they want me to OD on coding. They want my life in turmoil like an O3. They want from row seats, I give them nosebleeds. They want me imploding, exploding, self-loading, eroding. I'm screaming at them with no regrets and I'm hulking. I'm ripping out of my clothing. I had to go see the doc like Kumogi. Never took much to convince Dre, never been swayed by color or skin shades. Since day one, hell razor with twin blades. I'm a sensei, giving up, no comprende. Tin brain, probably in the membrane. Slim shade, mine's on the guard of an insane pin game. Like I just struck in the tenth frame. I sit on a ledge to on your heads. I've been on a bench, forgive and forgets. The only thing I'd ever live to regret. Hell been on revenge. You left me for dead. I crawled on my grave. You better be ready and set. My enemies ain't put an enemy yet. So that just That track was, was very uh unexpected because you know with Eminem featuring Don Tolliver, you wouldn't think they would even collab like how would that i would be interested to see how that even came about like did don Tolliver hit him up people always say eminem goes in the cave and never comes out so um I'm, I'm interested to see how he got those how he got the features he did and was it his label or was it eminem i'm pretty sure it was probably his label like because artists like eminem for, for as much hate as he seemingly gets i mean he's one of the best-selling out uh artists of of the decade like easily one of the best fan bases actually so yeah uh moving on to what i think was the fourth best album of 2020 getting into my r&b bag i obviously gotta put uh anniversary by bryson tiller on this list because for him to go away for so long and to come back that's a huge amount of hype built up and not only did i think he met the hype i think he succeeded it a little bit because the hype was really just can he do it again and i think he delivered a body of work that reminded us of trap soul but also created a new flair that it was just very i think he rejuvenated bryson taylor's career now do i think he can go away like he did and, and for four years or whatever how long it was and drop another album called anniversary part two i don't think that that can happen at all but I think for the anniversary for him, for this to be so solid, like like as just a whole, just the subject matter, him having Drake on it, him having The Weeknd on the deluxe of his Trap Soul album before he came out with the anniversary album. Bryson Tiller just did a lot of work in 2020. And I think that anniversary was just the icing on the cake. And that's why I have him as, uh, that's why I have anniversary as my uh, pick for the fourth best album of 2020. So now I'm gonna play the snippet and we're gonna get into what I we're gonna get into the top three albums of 2020. Already, you don't wanna hear it, and I let me tell you, you're top of my list. I'm ready, you smile, but I'm that serious. I'm ready, I'm down. Just tell me if you're with it. I'm ready, I said it three times, but don't forget it. I'm ready, you, you know, you impress me, girl. So, yeah, that was a snippet from Anniversary, that specific song. What was that specific song? Sometimes I go through the track list and forget. Um, I'm ready for you. A very uh, provocative uh, title, but that's what it's called. <laughs> so yeah, uh, getting into the top three, uh, starting with number three. 
Surprisingly, I have Big Sean, uh, Detroit 2, at number 3 and not higher. I know for y'all that's like, what? You have Big Sean, not number 1? Uh, I think I have good reasons for that, but technically he's number 1 as far as hip-hop, which is a little spoiler alert, but yeah, the rest of the, the top 2 are my, uh, of my uh, top 5 albums are R&B, so this is my top hip-hop album of 2020, so... Even though it's number three on this list, it's number one in my in my hip hop list. So only two of the hip hop lists made my favorite my top five favorite albums of 2020. And that's usually not the case. I was thinking a lot of artists was gonna drop this year. I thought it was gonna be a very competitive hip hop list. But I guess the hip hop artists went on hiatus or something because none of them really like J. Cole, Kendrick, Drake. I was waiting for all of them to drop. They just said Forget 2020. I mean, I know Kendrick did. I mean, he even went missing when Black Lives Matter happened. I mean, he put up one picture. But anyways, uh, side tangent. Getting into Detroit 2, I think Big Sean very, put a lot of effort into it and, and took care of his fans in a way that was very well overdue because his fans been waiting, including me, I think for over like three to four years. Like it's been since he dropped uh, I Decided, which was a phenomenal project. Then he dropped that tape with Metro Boomin, which I talked about, I think, in one of my past segments. And that was uh, poorly received, poorly, uh, nobody liked it. I didn't think it was as bad. I thought the Legend song with Travis Scott was the, was the standout, but really, I thought that was it. Like, I didn't think it was too good. But it definitely wasn't as bad as people were saying. You know, Big Sean, he raps in a way that if the consensus is going in a way that we're trashing it, there's a lot of bars you can pick from Big Sean to, to nitpick. So that's what was happening. So it just made him go back into hiding. He he didn't come out until this year. So I'm just glad he still has it and he's still putting out phenomenal projects and just back-to-back excellent projects. And the Detroit 2, I Decided, and Dark Skies Paradise, I think just puts him as one of the greatest rappers of this decade. So now we're going to get into a little snippet of what I thought was the best hip hop album of 2020 in Detroit 2. And we're going to move on to what I thought was the second best album of 2020. Too flick to take off all my shit at TSA. I know we met today, but I'ma need that shit today. Might go extra, extra just so I can see they face. X's and O's and interchange. Hit three in a row, that's just a game. Big rings in a row. Hold up, I played the wrong part. I'm, I'm gonna go back to it just one second. Little technical difficulty. Well, really human error. But, anyways, here's the snippet I was trying to play. With the zombies. Going insane, hard to contain. Graveyard up late. Shit, I'm with the zombies. Going insane, hard to contain. Came as a beat, my heart is the same. You know it's flame. If I'm in this hope with Scotty, long list of problems, long list of blessings. Make a sure the first one, never I wait a second. Yeah, military with the tactics, multi-millions, multi-facets. She like Prince and Michael Jackson, purple rain and mirrors, dancing savage, fancy matching with the lingerie socks. Didn't know they made them till I took them off and I popped. Her mama 60, but look 29, and that's a great sign. Could take over any tri-state without even trying. And I'm praying for my exes and my enemies. Cause they gon' need all the help they can get if it isn't me. Success is a chain reaction. I'm the fucking missing link. In a world where niggas would do anything for everything. Damn. So yeah, um, 
I think that's pretty self-explanatory why uh, Detroit 2 was number was the my favorite hip-hop album of 2020. That verse was just very I think I even said it when I reviewed the album. Like that verse stood out to me like no other verse did in 2020. Just the pocket that he found with the Michael Jackson and Prince line. Not it's not too often that you get that type of flow from certain artists and for Big Sean. I mean Big Sean literally influenced Drake, so He's one of the most influential artists in the game, but doesn't really get his flowers too much. So he's really not underground, but he's just a little underrated. <laughs> so yeah, moving on to number two, what I thought was the second best album of 2020. Getting into my R&B bag, we're going to go back to something that I did not think was going to, well, was a late addition to all of my lists. Well, really two of them, I think. Yeah. But... Of course, I'm talking about Kid Cudi and Man on the Moon 3. Now, I did not think that this would end up so high on my top five albums of 2020, if at all, because for those that don't know, I'm not a huge Cudi fan. I don't really listen to Cudi like that. And his last album, I gave it a try, you know, when he had his shirt off and stuff, you know, and and, and um, the album was, was called something like Passion, Love, Forgiveness, Thoughtfulness, all, all type of words, and, and it was just... It was just okay. Like I didn't think it was that didn't stand out at all to me. And I think he felt that too, as this album is called Man on the Moon 3, and two and one didn't even come out to like way in the past. Like really, like it came out a while ago, basically. Like years ago. Years. And even when one came out to two, it wasn't that far of a gap before two came out. So for him to name this Man on the Moon 3. It makes me think that he really figured out how to find that pocket again and put together something that he thought was quality enough to be the final. Well, I don't know if it's the final edition of Man on the Moon, but it ends the to uh, end the trilogy of Man on the Moon. So Man on the Moon 3 is, is what I think is what Kid Cudi fans, well, I can't even speak for Kid Cudi fans. All I can say is, as for me, when I listen to Kid Cudi, I never get it. Like, it, doesn't, it didn't connect for me at all. Like, I'm just like, it's not connecting. I don't see why everybody's praising this man so much. Man on the Moon 3 came out and all that changed. Like, <laughs> I started going back, listening to old songs. I was like, okay, okay, I see why Kid see Ghost was, was so, so highly anticipated. Like, it, it was stuff like that that made me uh, find out that artists really put together projects when they feel like it. Like, they only put together great bodies of work if they're in the right mental space, and that's a real thing. So with Kid Cudi obviously going through his battles, which is, is highly publicized, um him getting over that and then finally um coming to terms with it and creating man on the moon three is something that's very commendable and as far as like what i thought uh kid cuddy was like it changed my whole perception of kid cuddy which is why he's number two on my uh, list and i think it's the second best album of 2020 so we're going to play this snippet and we're going to get to what i thought was the best album of 2020 
stay grounded, keep on, keep on. All around me, sometimes I'm a go low. While I pull with this boot toe, lift up pronto. I'm rubbing on the body, put my eyes on the road, them toes is hotty. Yeah. We off, we slide, we ain't scared to die. Speed less, more sex, shit, yeah, we going live. Yeah, I figured that I'm empty, but I'm on a ride. Take it slow, well, no aiming for the light. How it goes when you're a damaged man. So, yeah. Um, as you can hear, it's very unique from any other album that dropped this year, and I think it worked for Kid Cudi as it's his. He literally created that melodic rap sound, and he's influenced so many great artists that for him to put out another addition to Man on the Moon, it it actually be like a a stand like a project that that can stand on its own in the trilogy. I think was a very high mark that he hit for his career might have turned it around but i don't know um getting into what i thought was the best album of 2020 now we're at number one as far as like top five albums of 2020 this obviously has to go i mean i don't even know how to build up the anticipation for for this type of artist has to go to after hours by the weekend as soon as i heard as soon as I finished listening to the album, I knew that this was going to be my favorite album of 2020. Just because when it came out, I think we was all in quarantine. Well, it was supposed to be in quarantine. Like, that was, like, when it was really, like, quarantine. Like, if they see you outside, people will look at you weird. So, that's when we was really in quarantine. So, when this album came out, it wasn't too much that I was doing. But listening to it, besides, like, riding my bike and stuff. And I remember going through, like, bike trails and listening to the whole album and then listening to it like well not a lot of times in a row because it's a long it's a very long album i'm surprised because the weekend i mean he know he puts out long albums so i'm not surprised um it's just a great album and, and the tone he always goes for a certain sound and he switches it he switches it up he sticks with it the whole album and it, it literally works every time like the weekend really does not miss when it comes to making music i wonder what his his process is to making these type of albums because he doesn't ever put out something that's just bad like it's just like you know it's just it's kind of like the rihanna effect like rihanna really never put out an album that was bad so it's something like what did what type of process are they going through the other artists you aren't you know it's like it's almost like the weekend takes his craft more seriously but um after Hours has a lot of standouts on it. I mean, Blinding Lights, Escape from L.A., Heartless, um, Snow Child. Um, what else? All type of just standouts on the album. It was just, it was just very uh, well put together. I mean, um, Hardest to Love. So uh, I don't know which snippet I picked off of here. Oh, I think I picked I picked In Your Eyes on uh, see, that's I even named that one and that's the one I picked this to snippet. Like this album is just fully loaded with tracks that just are great, just amazing, just better than any other R and B or just album in general that came out this year because the sound that the the rollout, the the presentation, the way he changed his whole hairstyle to go with the character that he was portraying in this album brought it to life and he just really embodied what an artist is supposed how an artist is supposed to roll out their album and take and really just really uh put 
like it in perspective on how much you're supposed to care for an album when you feel like the work that you put behind it equals the work that you're putting out to promote it so now we're going to get into uh we're going to play the snippet and then we're going to go over uh, we're going to go over the list so that album is the best album of uh well after hours by the weekend is the best album of 2020 so uh yeah click my link tree in my bio uh message me on one of my social medias what do you think of the list uh what would you take out what would you add or just send me your actual list of of your top albums of 2020 could be hip-hop r&b or could just be music i mean it's, it's whatever you listen to <laughs> i would assume you listen to hip-hop or r&b if you listen to this podcast but uh, going back over the list, we have Music To Be Murder, Murdered By by Eminem at number five, Anniversary by Bryson Taylor at number four, Detroit 2 by Big Sean at number three, Man on the Moon 3 by Kid Cudi, number two, and at number one, we have After Hours by The Weeknd. So... That's the list I put together. Like I just said, uh, click my link tree in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of the list? And what would you take off or add? And what's your actual top five uh, albums list? So, yeah, now we're going to switch it up and get into Big Sean and The Weeknd because I think they stood out on my list. So the next the last segment is just going to be about them. Okay, getting into Big Sean in the weekend. Basically, the reason why I'm going over these artists is because, I mean, Big Sean, I think, was the best rapper of 2020. The weekend, I think, had the best song of 2020 and the best album of 2020. So, this is only right I actually just break down the journey of 2020 with Big Sean in the weekend. It's really not going to be no in detail, like, type explanation. Like, I'm not going to go into every single track they drop. I'm just going to talk about the overview and give you a quick little summary of how the 2020 went. So, for the weekend, he, he went away for a little bit, but that was okay because he gave us Starboy. Uh, I think it was Starboy or Starboys. I don't know. Anyways, I think it was Starboy. And that album was phenomenal. So, people just gave him time to create and, and work on his album. On the other hand... Big Sean was coming to the 2020 kind of sketchy because a lot of Big Sean fans was wondering if he retired. 
if you really didn't like rap anymore, if he's gonna go into the R&B lane with Janae Aiko because, you know, apparently um, people thought that because he was with Janae Aiko, he just completely just uh, retired because he had her, like she was just gonna carry him or something. So Big Sean eventually finally came out and then put an album out and just, it was something that the fans been waiting for him just to rap at a high level and put it in a certain type of production that we could champion and i think that's what the detroit 2 was the production was amazing um hit boy went crazy because he um he literally got grammy noms for big sean and Nas. so he he was producing for some high level lyricists and for big sean to put our whole album uh, I think mostly produced by Hip Boy, if not all, I think was very uh, phenomenal in the way that he just pre performed this whole year. And his features was crazy. And we're actually going to play the the, the um, most, what I think was the best features of, of 2020 for Big Sean. And I would have played the Timeless, but like, like I said, I think early in one of my segments, they're, they haven't made a clean version for Timeless, so I'm not able to play that uh, snippet or that verse. You know, try to keep the pod PG, you know, for a little bit, even though we're talking about hip-hop and R&B. It was a pretty provocative uh, subject. So we're going to get into what I thought was his two best features and salute with Fabio Foreign and Hip Boy and his feature off of Jack Harlow Way Out. So we're going to get into his features right now starting with a uh, salute Get salute when you see me yeah salute when you see me i'm getting greedy i blow the whole budget on me that's on me i'm conceited treaty nah that ain't how we treat it this right here sound like a three-peat i put the tip in it sound like i'm needy but i'm like oh you too needy me and hb going juvie and bg they gotta put my face on the box of wheaties i'm praying for whoever think they could Salute when you see me. That's all he ever, so that's how you greet me. I'm going TM101 Jeezy, and plus they got D2 on repeat. I'm with the love of my life for like three weeks, cause that's all I needed. She wanna go on a trip and retreat, but I'm sorry I never retreated. I set the bar so high that you might as well leave it. I'm going undefeated. I broke in the system and she had to breach it. That's mission impossible, mission completed. So that was Salute with Fabio Foreign, Hip Boy, and Big Sean. Now we're going to play the feature off of uh, Jack Harlow's album, the track called Way Out. Stay low. Yeah. I get paid to do me, that's a fact check. I run it up, then retrace my Steps. I'm in the eardrums talking about assets. Do you wanna yes. hold up? I ain't even asked yet. She got her hair done, she finna need a redone. What that so good. so good? Stuck it in, damn, that almost made me pre. Whoa. I let her give me some advice like I need some. Like I need some. Booked up, tell her dumb, read some. read some. I'm annoying it, I'm the boss. I done came out of pocket so much, you thought that I was disjointed. They pointed me towards your disc, mm, I'm disappointed. My ex treat me like I ain't there. Yeah. What happened to the feelings and love that we still share? Huh? Just like the girls who got my name tatted and covered up, I know deep down under the surface. It's still there, it's still there. Let me hit it anything now. What you gonna say now? So, uh, Big Sean went crazy on that track. The whole track is really smooth with Jack Harlow. I talked about, uh, if you look at like Jack Harlow Mass Effect, I talked about that album and, and gave my review. Um, 
But yeah, Big Sean went crazy this year. Those were my favorite features that he had of 2020, minus the timeless out uh, verse. I think that was one of his best verses he put out feature verses wise. Uh, switching gears back into the weekend though, like I said, he put out Starboy, so he had time to put out albums, uh, album whenever he felt like it, because he just gave us a great album. So with uh, After Hours, it was one of those type of albums that he switched the whole sound, switched his whole appearance just for the album and it worked just like he did for starboy he switched his appearance for starboy and it worked switched his appearance for after hours and it worked so it's just a great thing that he does with his hair and it makes me wonder did drake get that whole heart and the hair thing from the weekend like is that something that the weekend influenced did did the weekend start making artists change their hairstyle for each album i mean because it's not too much drake i mean i guess it is a lot drake could do for his hair now if he got cornrows that would be something but uh, for him to put the heart hairline, or, you know how Nas has a little part, for him to put a heart shape with Drake, like, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, it's an audio format. I'm, I'm like, yeah, y'all, y'all can't see me. Anyways, uh, there's a heart shape in, in Drake's hair now. And I wonder if The Weeknd influenced Drake to start changing his hair for his album covers. It would be, I would be interested to hear that. So, um, The Weeknd, I mean, it's just... The Weeknd is literally one of the greatest artists of all time. So just for him to have another um, excellent performance as far as the whole year is concerned, it's just just mind-blowing, really. So the the best features I think he had was on a song with Juice World called Smile. And he had a very nice verse. I mean, even him doing the song with Juice World was just great because those two are literally my favorite. One, two of my favorite artists. So them g- coming together was completely unexpected. So, uh, and then and the other track I'm gonna play is uh, "Nothing Compares" off of the Deluxe. So we're gonna play that, and then we're gonna wrap up uh, the Big Sean and, and the Weekend celebra- uh, celebratory type segment. So now this is the Juice World Smile song featuring the Weekend. Just smile, I want you to prosper and come proper Even if that means I ain't by your side I... Oh yeah, I just wanna see you smile Don't cry, even though it means I gotta let you go Depending on you, gotta learn to be alone Cause I'm so desensitized When our skin is touching, I need you to love you so much more for me, but I can only f*** you I spent every day right beside you, side you A hundred pics of me on your phone Now you're someone that I used to know At this point we playing with fire, fire You don't wanna see what's in my phone It's just gonna hurt you Yeah, so um, that that feature was fantastic. Like the the whole song, just them being together on that on the track just was so unexpected. And the two of my favorite artists, so that was uh, yeah, that was nice. So um, the other track is nothing compares off the deluxe. I talked about that. So let's get into the snippet, and then we're gonna wrap it up.
So yeah, the weekend, um, obviously throughout this whole segment, is, is was a standout of 2020, along with Big Sean, but definitely the weekend. It's just so much Michael Jackson you can kind of uh, hear in the, like the inflections in his voice. You can hear so much inspiration from Michael Jackson, and that's just uh, that's what really stands out as far as. Um, why I think he's so great because when you do that then you're held to a higher level and he he just meets that bar every time so yeah uh click my link to my bio let me know what do you think of Big Sean and The Weeknd and do you what type of year do you think they had so yeah that's the type of uh that's the type of uh, message y'all can let me know about so yeah uh just going over the whole pod my whole what I call it, the analytic dreams, hip hop slash R&B 2020 year and wrap up, just going over that whole thing. We had, we went over top five rappers of 2020, which we had number five, Lil Wayne, number four, Drake, number three, Eminem, number two, J. Cole, and number one, Big Sean. So those are my top five rappers of 2020. My top 10 tracks of 2020. At number 10, we had Steel by Russ. Premonition by uh, intro by Eminem, Why Would I Stop by Big Sean, Happened to You by Lil Wayne, uh, number six, When to Say When by Drake, number five, Years Go By by Bryson Tiller, number four, The Climb Back by J. Cole, number three, She Knows She Knows This by Kid Cudi, number two, The Bigger Picture by Lil Baby, and number one, Escape from LA by The Weeknd. Then we got to my top five albums of 2020. Number five, we got into Music To Be Murdered by Eminem. Number four, Anniversary by Bryson Tiller. Number three, Detroit 2 by Big Sean. Number two, Man on the Moon 3, The Chosen by Kid Cudi. And number one, After Hours by The Weeknd. And then we and then we just ended off with the Big Sean and The Weeknd appreciation type segment. So yeah, that's about it for this episode. Really more of a year-end wrap-up than an actual episode, like the normal episode. But yeah, thanks for tuning in. And also, let me know, what do you do you want me to do a gaming version of the year-end wrap-up? Because most likely I probably will. But I thought it would be good to ask, ask just because I know how the music uh, does as far as the... Uh, as far as like compared to the gaming so i was just wondering do y'all want to hear that or not (laughs) so yeah that's about it for the episode thanks for tuning in to the notorious mass effect podcast and don't be afraid to send me a voice message letting me know what you want to um what you think of the show and what you want me to talk about in the next episode click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest and greatest activities Make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people and rate this five stars on Apple Podcasts so we can grow together and affect the masses. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Notorious Mass Effect.